Today I have a case that I probably will never forget ever since the first time I heard about it, but I knew that I wanted to cover it. With that in mind, I hope y'all stay tuned until the end because the ending is honestly what makes this crime even worse. Two sisters are abducted and put through a night of terror that only left one survivor. But what makes this worse is that truthfully both died that night. This is the story of Rebecca Thomas Brown and her half-sister, Amy Burridge. Today's trigger warnings are rape, murder, and suicide. Good morning, America. We are back with another episode. Number six. Yes, I think it is yes, number six, is. an even number. Um, We want to say sorry for... Sorry for the delays today. We are back in the room. Yes, we've just been really busy. Yeah. Like, we our schedules are really conflicting, so we don't have time to really get together and do this. I mean, we do, We had to change the day we got yes, together. Yes, we do. Yeah. We do, yeah. Um, you might hear a little bit of distractions back here. We've got about uh, three animals with us. Mm-hmm. We don't... They're already fighting. <laughs> um... And also, we are watching the Astros game. Yes. World Series. Yes. We love the Houston Astros. Yes. Even though I really don't watch baseball that much. It's it's good to see that your city's winning. You already know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We only watch it if they're in the World Series. <laughs> but anyways, guys, I am here with my uh, my most amazing garage sale T-shirt finder, <laughs> Christina. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm here with my always want to go out and eat every Friday night, <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> All righty, guys. Let's go ahead and get into this case. So Rebecca Thomas Brown was born June nineteenth, nineteen fifty-five. At this at this time of the story, she's eighteen. And her half-sister, Amy Burridge, was born on November 16, 1961. At this time, she is 11. According to a neighborhood boy who grew up with them, Amy was a tomboy who wanted to play baseball with the boys. She also played volleyball, and everybody seemed to enjoy her. He also stated that Rebecca was the older girl who had a car, but would also be, the ni- would also be nice to the younger boys around the neighborhood, including him. And a little off-topic here... But this boy who wrote about them, so he wrote a book about this all and how it affected him and mm-hmm. like the town and stuff. His name was Ron Francel, and you can find his book on Amazon. It's called The Darkest Night or The Fall. Like I don't know, I found like two different ones, but you can find those on Amazon. And yeah, but anyways, he said that he was so affected by what happened that it changed the way he looked at the world, and so did the town. Of Casper, because that's where it happened. Mm-hmm. And before the crime, Casper was a quiet town that didn't know much crime. And the kids especially didn't know of such crimes existing like that. Like that multitude, or this multitude. or I don't even know what that word is. Yeah, whatever. But on September 24th, 1973, so they're both 1811, mm-hmm. the town was changed forever. It was late in the night, and Rebecca's mother asked for her to, go, to run to the store for a few things. And it was like around like 9 p.m. Rebecca, she wanted to go, but not without asking her little sister, Amy, mm-hmm. if she wanted to come. So off they go to the nearest store. They go in, and oblivious to them, they had two drunken men watching them from afar. Oh. 
So like I guess their the men's car was parked like an aisle over from mm-hmm. them. They're watching them. So after they checked out, they headed outside, and that's when they noticed their tire was flat. And this is when the two spying drunken men approached them and told them, "Oh, we can help you change that out." Like, what a coincidence! What a coincidence! We're here, you know. These men are Jerry Lee Jenkins and Ronald Leroy Kennedy. So Amy then runs back inside to call her mom because, you know, it's like the 70s. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the telephone. What time one, what did it tell the time? What, what time it is right now? Yes, yeah, 9. Okay, yes. Yeah, Maybe like 9.30 yeah. or so. So she goes back inside to call her mom to tell her that they had flat tires, but two nice men are going to help them. Mm-hmm. What they didn't know is that these men had slashed the tires beforehand. And that's why they were coincidentally there. Um, what happens if you drive with a flat tire? Like it ruins the inside of the tire, don't it? Like the metal part. Mm-hmm. And, and then you you probably have to replace the whole damn thing. Oh. Um. So, anyways, um, they didn't know that these men had slashed their tires before they came back. But as Amy returns, they talk about how they're going to fix the tires. And then all of a sudden, the men snag both of them and then shove them in their car. Not like their car, but like the boy, the men's car. Mm-hmm. They take off down the road where along this drive, Becky had asked where they would take them. Like, like where y'all taking us? Like, you know. Kennedy comes around the seat to hit both of them and start to strangle them as well. They were so scared that they hid as much as they could on the floor. Like, they tucked behind the seat. Mm-hmm. So, during this drive, they were still drinking and they were acting crazy, like swerving and stuff. They then got to Fremont Canyon, where they stopped near the Fremont Canyon Bridge. And it was about, like, 35 miles southwest from where the store they were all originally at. Kennedy then gets out and tells Amy that a guy in the shed wanted to see her. Becky had pleaded with these men that to not rape her little sister, you know, because she's only 11, which they actually listened to her. But before leaving the car... Because they snatched her out. Amy mm-hmm. had told Becky. She was like, I love you, Becky. And then they took the young girl to the edge of the bridge and just chunked her off. Like, just pushed her off. Yeah. How high is the bridge? Ooh. Very good question. <laughs> I will look that up in a second. And what was underneath? Just water? Or? Uh, this bridge is on top of rocks. So, oh, let's imagine shit. a bridge. And the ledges are literally pointy rocks, just rocks. So it's, like a, it's just like a cliff. Cannon type Canyon, deal. Canyon, yes. And at the bottom is water. I don't know how high, but I'll look it up. Damn. So anyways, um, so after they throw her off, so the men wanted the girls dead because they obviously didn't want them to able to turn them into the police. Mm-hmm. So after they chunked her off, they went back to Becky in the car, and they both took turns raping her. Afterwards, they tell her she's going to meet her sister. Like, they take her to the bridge. Like, you're going to meet your sister now. So, obviously, Becky knows what's going to happen. But they take her to the bridge where they try to throw her off. But instead, she fought back. And plus, they were too drunk and too weak to even throw her over. Like, I don't know. They were struggling. This is when one of the men started to strangle her. And she finally made the decision to take the risk and go off the bridge. But instead of... Oh, cut. These men thought they had successfully been able to kill these girls, so they eventually drove off. 
But on the way down, Becky had hit a ledge of rocks, which caused her to ricochet off of them and into the water. This saved her, though. She was able to swim out and climb over the bank where she laid there until she stopped hearing the men talk. And she was there, laying there, cold, like, her hair's wet. She lay there till the sun rose, and when, when it finally did, she decided to make her way up to ground level. I don't know how, but she got to it. She she was able to do it. You have a picture of the bridge? Mm-hmm. You want me to show you now? Uh, no, we can do it later. Okay. And at that point, that is when a couple comes along on a fishing trip and notice a half-naked, beaten girl. The couple helped her into the car because she couldn't walk because her mm-hmm. hip hips yeah. was broke. The couple took her to the hospital and then finally called the police. So you're probably wondering, did their mom call the police or anything? Yeah, those like the they went to the store right, like a gas station. Yeah, and she received the call, but you know. Yeah, but like the 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 clerk didn't like look out and see that their car was still there. Or hold on. <laughs> so when. She, they never came back, but 45 minutes after she got that call, their mom, her mom went up there mm-hmm. and so it was like around midnight she had called the police. But the thing is like, I feel like it took her till midnight to call the police, but if she drove up to the store, she would have seen her car there mm-hmm. or Amy's, I mean, yeah, Becky's the- car. So I feel like she should have, I mean, you never know. I don't know. But like, you know. I felt like she should have called the police earlier if she would have noticed it. But, you know, I don't know. So the police, they took Becky to the hospital. They analyzed her. They took, like, I guess the rape test and mm-hmm. all that. And then the police go out because they said, Becky had said, like, they threw her over the bridge, Amy over the bridge. So the police then go out to, like, the bridge. And then they end up finding her body. They took divers down there and they ended up finding her body. And what I'm going to read it now is according to court records given by a source that will put in the show notes. I kind of just like, they had it all written, ready mm-hmm. to go. So I went ahead and just copied it. But we will give them credits in the, the show notes. So it was determined that Amy's death had been caused by severe damage to the structures at the base of her brain, which could have resulted from a fall from such height that her spinal cord got shoved inside her brain. Yeah, killing her instantly. Yeah. I think she had, like, they said that she had, like, a second of life, mm. like, pain, or a couple seconds or whatever. Um, Amy also suffered multiple fr- rib fractures and a collapsed lung and an extensive hemorrhaging and soft tissue surrounding her heart and at the base of her neck. Um, with Becky alive, she was able to give a description of her attackers and their car. They were caught immediately in Casper, and the evidence against them was piling up. They had many witnesses and they had gotten blood. So all the evidence that they had collected was they had gotten blood samples found on the rocks. They had Becky's underwear still left near the bridge. Because when she had fallen in, she had nothing on, just like a sweater. And that was it. Because mm-hmm. she had they had raped her, you know. Like they had so much. When they were caught, Jenkins had stated that Kennedy made him do it. And I think Kennedy was like the leader in this, like. He was the instigator type deal. Mm-hmm. Kennedy, when they had caught Kennedy, he said that they've got the wrong guy. And if they let him go, he'll help find the right one. What a goon. What a goon. So during the trial of May 1974, Jenkins and Kennedy had nothing to say. But Kennedy had brought in a couple of witnesses to the stand. 
because he was trying to do the um what do they call it where they're not right psychiatric he pleading like um insanity mm-hmm. pleading insanity mm-hmm. right so he brought a couple witnesses to stand the multiple witnesses described that he would black out mentally when drunk and he would act erotic when he was like just mm-hmm. when he would drink and he was an alcoholic at that his ex-wife stated that he had abused her during her pregnancy and also after he sent her to the hospital like from like beating her or, like shoved her into the wall or like pushed or whatever even his sister said that he would act really off when he was drunk during his childhood though his dad was an alcoholic who also didn't work so their mother was pretty much a single mother financially still holding the family together and there was um five siblings four sisters and one brother and she would bust her ass like working multiple jobs and stuff and his father would just come home from the bars and just scream at his children the whole night um described by his mom he would be very scared of thunderstorms kennedy and would go in like his room and just hide with all of this he had seen a doctor that concluded that he had extreme anxiety and had nervousness like all the time Mm -hmm. this caused him to have uh, fast heartbeats all the time but during the trial a psychiatrist psychiatrist (laughs) (laughs) concluded that he was just hor had horrible emotional control, mm-hmm. but he knew what he was doing. Oh. Yeah. Um. So all in all, they were found guilty with all the evidence stacked against them, and they were sentenced to death. Now they found the other two. No, yeah, they caught both both of them, Jenkins and Kennedy. Oh. Um. But so the witnesses that had seen it happen—not seen it happen, but like you know. The evidence was there was men in the parking lot that had seen them talking to the men, the girls, and got in, seen them get in the car. They said the clerk, um, I don't know what the clerk said, but there's people that seen some weird shit. Some weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, And didn't say anything. But anyways, so with all the evidence, they were sentenced to death. But Wyoming, I guess they were on death row for a little bit. But then Wyoming had abolished the death penalties, which had turned their death to a life sentence. Mm-hmm. And this shocked and hurt Becky, but it also scared her because she was afraid that they would somehow get let, let out on bond or just escape mm-hmm. and come and finish the job. Mm-hmm. But this played out well for Kennedy. Like he He got to enjoy many privileges while in jail. He was able to have a pet. He was able to get married, and he was allowed, like, visits with his wife, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Saucy. So, and then Jenkins, on the other hand, he just died in 1998. Um, He didn't have much, yeah. So, obviously, life had to go on. He was just behind the scenes? Yeah, Jenkins (laughs) was just the man that... Just a shadow. Yeah, he's just Kennedy's shadow, like... I think he was too drunk to comprehend what was going on. Yeah. I mean, but they were saying that they both had rough childhoods. I mean, I couldn't find much about Jenkins, but there was a lot about Kennedy. But Mm -hmm. Jenkins himself, I think he had a rough childhood. And they tried, I think, to say that he had mental problems. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. I didn't find anything. Mm -hmm. But 
You know, life had to go on, and so did Becky and her family. With everything Becky had went through, she was able to have a second chance at life. But the second chance was not good to her, as what well should have been, you know, all that she had went through. Becky and her husband had shared a few drinks one night and headed out to the same bridge where it all happened. Her boyfriend pleaded with her not to go there, but that didn't stop her. She drove faster till she got to that bridge. So then she gets out and just sits on the bridge. Like, she's dangling her feet off and have her hands up on it. Mm -hmm. So she's telling her boyfriend, like, where they had raped her, and she's crying and trying to recount the story. And her boyfriend then tells her that she doesn't need to be crying in front of her daughter. He was like, so I'm going to go put her in the car. Oh, no. Well, then he turns around, and when suddenly he hears a loud, like, thump, and he looks back to find Becky not there no more. She had committed suicide by jumping off the bridge. But, I mean, there's different accounts. Like, her dad says that she slipped in there. Or, like, her mm -hmm. mom said. No, nah, she was there for a reason. Like, impulsively did it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, but listen. So, the boyfriend just ran over there calling out her name. Like, screaming and crying. The baby screaming and crying. And leading up to those events, Becky had started turning to alcohol and drugs. This was 19 years after all mm -hmm. this had happened. I think it was, like, mm, mid mm. 1992. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, leading up to those events, Becky had turned to alcohol and drugs. And she was apparently in debt. And she had divorced. Had gotten a divorce. And a week before her suicide, she would watch... She would watch this movie about a boy who would get molested by his dad. And she enjoyed it because it would make her cry. And I, But I think it's because she... To feel... But sometimes you have to feel things in order to get over it and just cry about it. Mm -hmm. But she had watched it like three or four times in that week leading up to it. Like it was like she kept watching it. And on top of this, um, Kennedy, they kept applying for an appeal like to get their a new trial set up. And this is where her fear like emerged like, oh, man, like they're going to get out. They're going to come after me like I'm scared mm -hmm. type deal. Um. And she would have to go retestify against them. And she didn't want to have to do that because in her last trial, Kennedy, while she was, like, I guess testifying, he looked at her and put his, like, finger up on his neck and went like this to her. Like, as in, like, I'm going to oh, kill, like, you. kill you. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this possibly tied into the many reasons as to why she jumped. With all of this in her mind, and she was feeling guilty about it, surviving it instead of her, like, sister... It just became too much and she just couldn't anymore. Mm -hmm. So, so really, I felt like she would have had the guilt because um, she had told them not to rape her. Mm -hmm. Not to rape her sister? Not to rape her sister. So, he, so they were like, <gasps> oh, so I guess we're not going to do anything, so we might as well kill her. Like I, I didn't even think about yeah, it like that's that. That's what I was feeling like she because she said that and they, cause they just went ahead, they and, just did went ahead it. and did it because they weren't going to do anything to her. But I think... That was a good, like, thing that, you know, because she's a child, you know, she's never done any of this, like, and if they was to rape her mm -hmm. and then throw her over, I feel like Becky would have really never gotten for real over that ever, like, mm -hmm. it would eat her up faster than it did. Um, But yeah, um, Becky didn't always have, didn't always have, like, a bad second chance at life, mm -hmm. like she did. Her friends stated that she was an amazing mother and a kind person. She also would tell people that she loved them because, like, she had 
like been through it when they had taken Amy out. That's what she said to Becky, like, I love you, Becky. So whenever like people are leaving, she makes sure to tell them, like, I love you, you know, because you never know. It's like the last time you're going to see them. And well, there's a light side to the story because this was like horrible. Like Mm -hmm. not only did they take one life, but they also took two that life. And like a couple articles, they were saying that Becky had died that night that Amy died. Mm -hmm. She just didn't physically die mentally she was gone but physically she wasn't and to shine some light they won the game no it's tied. okay it's because altuve just stole the base altuve yeah that's what i was watching back and forth because they're doing a see if he if he was safe oh okay sorry for that little <laughs> digression guys um but anyways let me shine some light on the story guys um after she Becky had died, they had cremated her and put her ashes on top of her sister's casket, mm-hmm. so they could finally the family decided to finally put them together because that's what Becky wanted this whole time, you know. Um, but yeah, like dead ass, no cap. What if that were to happen me to me and my sister, which my one? little one, uh-huh. and they they do that, they push her off the bridge in front of me, I would just jump and do it. Becky didn't. I don't think Becky knew it until they were like, oh, you're going to meet your sister. Like, they didn't know. She thought, because he said, oh, come come see this guy in the shed. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess, where that's where thought, that's what um, Becky had thought she was going. Mm. And you know what? I don't even think she knew about it. I don't know, because he was like, let me, let's go meet your sister. Mm-hmm. The issue probably saying, like, oh, she's in there, yeah. The shed. Yeah. But yeah, but continue with your story. If, yeah, if something were to happen like that to my little sister in front of me, mm-hmm. I but it wasn't in front of you. Oh, but oh. okay, let me rephrase it. Okay, if I was with my little sister mm-hmm. and something like that happened, mm-hmm. I would probably kill myself. Like jump right then and there. Yeah. Well, that's what Becky did. She took her chance and she survived. No, but. But she didn't do it intentionally to kill herself. Yeah. She just did it to survive. But I meant, like, I would do it to kill myself. Why? Because of my little sister. Like, I'm supposed to be taking care of uh-huh. her, but then she, now she's gone. Mm-hmm. So I think I would probably kill myself, too. I, it was just too much. You would Yes. Like, I would, like, guilt trip. Bad. Real. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's what she was probably going through. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. And plus, that's how, I, that's how I saw it since I'm, me and my sister kind of have that same age gap. Not really. No, this was a seven, seven year age gap. So let's say. Yeah, my sister's like. No, oh, you're right. Yes, my sister's 13 and I'm 20. Oh. Seven years. Yeah. Dead ass. Yeah. So. Like, Dead ass. If, it was, if that was to happen today. Yes, I think I would kill myself because I'm supposed to be watching over her. Mm-hmm. She trusts me with her life. Uh-huh. So I would. Yeah. I would probably guilt trip the f*** out that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have waited. What She waited, what, 19 years? Yeah. I don't think I would have done that. I would have done it as, as soon as I can. Damn. Well, how do you feel about their life sentences? Like, what? Because they were on death row. Mm-hmm. So, in an article, they were saying that they uh, they wanted the courts or whatever. They were going to die that next morning. Mm-hmm. Or die that night. Get mm-hmm. killed in the gas chambers. Apparently. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I don't even know if they have the gas chambers even mm-hmm. around. But they just sat on death row for a little bit. 
So yeah, how do you feel about the life sentences change? But the craziest thing, sorry to cut you off, but the craziest thing is that this guy wanted to appeal it. Mm-hmm. Like, do you realize what you did mm-hmm. and you weren't even regretful about it? I was going to say, I was like, you know what? One night, because they were like super, super drunk, right? Yeah. One night, if my dad ever gets super drunk, I'm going to tell him to fight me. See if I can hold him back or something. Oh, my God. Just to see what it, you know? Yeah. But there are some people who are like drunk, drunk. And mm-hmm. then other people who get aggressive drunk drunk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are the dangerous yeah. ones. Because, mm-hmm. like, they get they get real strong. Into, yes, they get real into it. It's like, dang, where'd you uh-huh, get these powers right? from, homie? Yeah. Like, like they got some steroids like in this feel, bitch. Like, they feel no pain. Like, they're just yes. in all in it. And they're just yeah. like, what's up, bro? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you never said what you would feel. How did you feel with life sentences? Like, what do you think about that? I mean, they had to change it, right? Huh? They had to change it. Or did they? Yeah, the state of Wyoming. But they were the first um, men that ha- that were set- sentenced to death in Wyoming in nine years. Mm. Um, I mean, I see where her fear is coming from. Mm-hmm. These men, they didn't finish the job. And he's over here putting his, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course they're not going to let you be free. Are you crazy, bro? Yeah. Yeah, so... But either way, there's a chance they could escape, too, so... Mm-hmm. Would have been scared, too. Yeah. So, did you see the ending coming? Her killing herself? Yes and no. From, like, a, a big sister kind of point mm-hmm. of view? Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you for a different point of view. Yes, you of know? course. Um, but, yeah. So, do you think justice was served? No, because I was ready for them to die. Yeah, and they said that he enjoyed uh, prison. Like, he had it fine. Right? Oh. Ah. Damn. That's not good, ain't it? Uh, it's just the first game. It's okay. It don't matter. We need to win. We need to Every get, game. We need to get undefeated streak. But we still have a chance, right? Yeah. It's oh. the ninth. Tenth. It's tenth inning. Damn. Six to five. We need to hit a home run. <laughs> okay, anyways, sidetrack, sidetrack. Um, so no justice was not no served. No justice was not served. What do you think? Absolutely not. Why? I felt like they if they're gonna change death row like that, mm-hmm. everybody who's already on death row, go ahead eliminate and eliminate them. And then start restart. Fresh, and then start rich. Yeah. yeah, empty those cages. Mm-hmm. Don't put them back into population. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. End it now. Like once they're on it. That's you're it. it. You're not yeah. re-signing the yeah. paper. You're not getting back with the population, sir. You're yeah. going out. Yeah. But they they changed it. I'm just like, mm-hmm. that did not make sense at all. Is that other, the other guy's not alive, right? No, the guy died. Oh, he every- from heart failure. Oh. Yeah, so. Mm. He died. But, yeah, that is my story i've been wanting to tell for a while i remember i listened to it one night at walmart <laughs> um and because that's where we used to work um and that's where we started i that's where i started to get into the podcast and then i showed her the podcast oh and, yeah then i started to get into uh-huh it but i remember listening to this thing and i was like oh yeah that's a good one mm-hmm. i gotta tell that one i mean i didn't know i was gonna make a podcast but like I eventually told her, like, the next day mm. or it that night. It was good. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. I was like, yeah. I mean, yeah. What? But nothing. <laughs> but, guys, um, 
Ghost Rose. Yeah, Ooh, Ghost Town. Yeah, they're losing right now. No, no, they're gonna win. They're losing right now. Gonna, oh, 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 oh. We are gonna be posting pictures of the girls, the men, the bridge, and what it looked like. And uh, if you want to see that, you can check us out on Instagram at gma podcast. We'll be posting. Uh, all the pictures from our cases that we have, a little bit of details about the case. Um, also, we post some updates, like maybe we don't post that day or our post date got a little delayed and um, all that good stuff. And sometimes we'll show like a picture of the episode we're about to do. So go ahead and follow us. Um, rate us on Spotify. Share your thoughts with us. Write a review. You can DM us on Instagram. Tell us what you think of the podcast. And if y'all want us to cover a case, go ahead and let us know on Instagram or whatever you got. And we can try to cover that case. Yeah. You got yeah. anything, Christina? Nah, you covered the whole thing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, with all of that... We yeah. lost. We lost six to five against the Phillies. Ow! The Moonstick got me again. Um. Yeah, we just lost, but we're not gonna talk about that because we still have like <laughs> six more games to do. I think I don't know. Um. So yeah. So everybody have a good and happy Halloween. Be safe. Be careful. Get all the good candies and make good choices. Yes. Bye. Peace out, y'all. Bye. And as Kylie Jenner would say, rise and shine. But we say it's crime time because this this is Good Morning America. America.